0: Attention, nerds. If you have a problem, if no one else can help, and if you can find them, maybe you can hire. The Riley and Kimmy Show.
1: Well, hello out there.
2: It's me, Winnie the Pooh. And don't forget to remember to stay tuned to the Riley and Kimmy Show. And don't forget to remember to keep on bouncing, says (laughs) Tigger. The Riley and Kimmy Show.
3: And welcome to episode 670. I am your host, Patrick Riley. Right next to me is a person who keeps me out of trouble almost, almost all the time.
0: Kevin.
1: I got one name. Kevin. Hello, everybody.
0: Hello, everybody. It's it'd be bee. if it b if be if
3: Hi, and thank you for checking out the Riley and Kimmy Show. This is your very first time here. We're taking you down into the nerd rabbit hole of just freakdom, geekdom, and all kinds of fandom. That's what we do here. We talk about pop culture all the time. Matter of fact, every single day. That's right, a brand new episode. A new one every single day. Right, Kimmy? Mm Mm-hmm. We are, and we offer, pop culture escapism. I guarantee you here, none of that nasty political chat stuff here. Don't have to worry about that, right? Mm Mm-mm. Not at all. By the way, we have a possibility of uh, having somebody who, Uh, as a guest in the very near future I will will announce if this actually gets solidified you're behind the scenes Kimmy you know what I'm talking about we have a person who really likes to talk about Bigfoot likes to talk about flying saucers and likes to talk about things like that. Mm -hmm. Ghosts and in yep. that world okay and we will talk to that person as a guest in the not so distant future hopefully if the cards play right we try to negotiate that in the past oh a week or so and Kimmy was a uh, part of that uh, discussion and I think we will have something positive to share right on Facebook real soon and you can find a link to our Facebook page where Kimmy at Riley and that's right Riley and is a place to uh, find all the information and you can link to us Right there, and if you follow us on social media, we follow you right back. If you permit it, sort of like a vampire thing, you've let us through the uh, threshold. We're there, mm-hmm. right, Kimmy? Mm-hmm. And also, something in the very near future, hope to be checking in with our resident comic book nerd, and that is Humphrey Ching. Uh, he'll be he, uh, he'll be making an appearance in Central Florida, not uh, not that far off. If you're listening to the day this, today, this uh, show is uploaded, number six seventy, and we'll be talking to Humphrey about his. Uh, signing his appearance, right? Mm -hmm. And also about his favorite subject matter, which is uh, TV shows from the world of comic books. You know, he's a tough critic and we love going to him just to see how things are shaping up.
4: Yeah, I was just reading. I'm surprised he actually likes a particular
3: TV show that's actually new this season. Uh, which one is that, giving? He actually you?
4: admitted to liking Supergirl. Now
3: that is quite interesting because the Hump on a recent uh, episode, when he was a guest, said that that would be one that he would dislike and that I would detest, mm-hmm. like him. So we will have to find out what's going on. What's the story with that? What's wrong with him? Yeah, did something happen? Is this the Hump we know? Is this real? Is this the real Humphrey, mm. or is this like an invasion of the body snatchers kind of thing? I don't know. We have to find out when he uh, is an upcoming guest. To the Riley and Kimmy show, right? Uh-huh. And working on some other guests, too, in the not-so-distant future. So we will keep you updated on social media. Be sure to uh, friend us, follow us, and like us, and you'll be able to find out more with the Riley and Kimmy show. Now, Kimmy, I have a big question to ask you right now on this uh, episode 670. Yes? Shall we play a game? Would you like to play a game, Kimmy? Yeah, hey, it's nerd trivia time. How's that? Great. And today's date, Kimmy, is November third. That's right. The day this episode's uploaded, six seventy. We're taking a look as we flip over the calendar for November third. Yes, we have an old calendar here. We don't do that digital stuff in the uh, Riley and Kimmy Show uh, studios, not with the calendar at least, because I always have a nice picture on the calendar. You know, and I. you know uh-huh. By the way, I'm looking for a new nerd calendar. Have to do that. Yep. Have to find one. Taking a look at November third. Here we go, Kimmy. Now tell me. Some things that are associated with November 3rd. Are you ready? Mm -hmm. All right. It was on this date in history that Minnesota elected a former pro wrestler as its governor. My question for you is, tell me who was elected as governor and what year?
4: Oh, that'd be Jesse Ventura. Yes. The year. Yes, the year.
3: 2003? No,
4: 1998.
3: 1998. 1998 was when that happened. Next question for you, Kimmy, is the following. It was on this date in history that Good Morning America premiered. Tell me the network. Tell me the year. ABC. All right. 1971. Wrong. Want to take another guess? Nope. 1975. Okay. And finally, moving into the world of comic books and superheroes. It was on this date in history. Bob Kane the creator of Batman, passed away, give me the year, give me his age. 1998?
4: And? Um, 91.
3: He was 83 and he passed away in 1998. Okay. You got it right. So, you know, I, I, I thought about asking, did he actually see Batman with Michael Keaton being made? Uh-huh. And did he see it premiered? Uh-huh. I, but I figured you would know that one, mm. that he did see it. Yeah. Can you tell me who he saw it with? Michael Keaton. Well, probably, but the big one I'm thinking of that he saw it with, that he rode in a limousine with, was a was a, a just a small comic book person by the name of Stan Lee. Stan Lee. Yes, oh. that's right. Because Stan Lee said to him as they were traveling down. That's right. And saw all the, the the big billboards of the bat symbol and stuff like that. He says, "Do you ever think Spider-Man will be in theaters like that?" And that was. Yeah. Their banter. Lee talks about that in certain biography material. All right, moving over to celebrity birthdays today. Kimmy, Charles Bronson having a birthday on this date. He was born in 1921. He passed away what year? 88. 2003. August 30th, 2003. Okay. Ken Berry, one of your favorites, I'm sure, from television. Can you name at least one TV show Ken Berry is from? Tell me how old the actor and dancer is. Um 84. Wow, real close. 82. Okay. And can you tell me one show he is known for? Carol I Burnett? Well, that ooh, that's you're 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 cheating here. And Why? by the way, Kimmy, mouthing to the audience here that you don't know does not work because number 1, we don't because you have camera prohibited this episode. That just does not fly. So, yeah. uh, you know, th- that does not work. Shame on you, Kimmy. I'm talking to myself. Okay. So, Carol Burnett is cheating. Why? Because he played on a show that was a spinoff of the Carol Burnett show. Oh. Can you, that's the biggest clue I'll give you.
4: Mama's Family? That's
3: right. He played on Mama's Family, but he was known before that for Mayberry RFD. Okay. The spinoff of the Andy Griffith Show, and known even before that for F Troop. Okay. So there. And he's from Illinois, by the way. I didn't know that. I interviewed him a long time ago. Uh, I mean, a long time ago. He was doing the dinner theater circuit, and I got to meet him. Very nice person. Very warm. Very warm. Just a very down-to-earth human being. Moving over to another birthday person (laughs) that some would say is not a warm human being, but I'd say would be a very interesting person to have a conversation with, and that is Roseanne Bars. Having a birthday today. How old is Roseanne? 58. 63 today. Next one for you, Kate Capshaw. How old and who is the famous husband?
4: The famous husband? Steven Spielberg? That's correct. And she must be like, I don't
3: know, 62? Oh, how did you know that? I'm, I don't know. How did you get that one? I didn't know you were that big of a Kate Capshaw groupie.
4: I'm not. Well, you
3: must be. Well, you're in tune with something going on here. Do you, got, do you got a crystal ball there? Do you got something going on? What's going on? You're doing no. You're doing quite well. I know you're psychic. I mean, psycho or psychic. Well, whatever. Okay. Moving to the last one, Kimmy. And then, then we'll get out of the, the trivia fun here. Adam Ant. Having a birthday today. Uh-huh. Adam Ant. How old is Adam Ant? And can you tell me just one of his top 40 United States hits, not his British hits, the UK, because he had a ton over there? Goody two-shoes. I'll take that.
4: Sixty-one. Wow. How did you know this? Really? Yeah. Are you serious? Yeah. To me, he's a m- mortal. Spirits must
3: be talking to me tonight. Oh, that's. Get them to tell you lottery numbers, okay? <laughs> I mean, wow. that is impressive. I don't know how you did that. Katie. I don't know, you know either. And, you know, I, I don't even have the big round of applause here for you because I didn't think that would happen. You, so didn't, but, think you, know, I'd, you no, didn't think but, I'd
4: even no, get but, anything but, right. But, yeah, see for
3: this. Yay. Hey. Okay. Congratulations. I don't know how she did it, but she did do it. It's a surprise there. Nerdy Trivia Time with Kimmy. Now, Kimmy, we're going to move over to another trivia thing for you here, but it's also about the, uh, the way we're going to like, feature something in the show. As you know, just around the corner. It's already debuted in parts of the world, but not in the United States. Just around the corner is a certain franchise coming to theaters again by the name of James Bond. And before I get to it, I'm going to ask Kimmy one quick question here. Are you going to see the brand new James Bond film, Spectre? Absolutely. Are you going to see it on opening night in the United States? I'll see it opening weekend. Okay, you are going to see it on opening weekend. You have not decided, you, you haven't been discouraged. Nope. What was uh-uh. the last look at the Rotten Tomatoes uh, review?
4: 77%.
3: Okay, now we have on our website a sort of review. It is 6 plot holes in Spectre, very bad plot holes, and the review states that this movie is not as good as Skyfall, is not as good as Casino Royale, and is a little bit better than Quantum Solace. Okay. So there is a review there if you want to read it, it will probably have spoilers for you so just beware it is on our website that's why we're not talking about it here on the riley and kimmy show well
4: as long as i have daniel craig to look at i don't oh i can overlook some of those please you
3: know you're getting ahead of the game i was going to ask you who your favorite james bond is daniel craig of all time daniel craig all time all time all right number two sean connery number three
4: pierce bronson
3: okay all right, Kimmy. Now, here we go. We're going to move into some Bond trivia here real quick for you. What was the name of the very first James Bond movie, and what year was it released? And who played Bond? James Bond.
4: Sean Connery?
3: That's right. Year? 62. Right. And the name?
4: Uh, was it Casino Royale?
5: No.
3: I don't Uh You can do it.
5: Mm.
3: You can do it. You saw it a million times on TV when they used to run it like on... Goldfinger. S- no. They used to run it on Sunday nights on like uh, ABC a lifetime ago. Stumped. Yep. You give up. Okay, it's Dr. No. That was the very first one. Okay. And did we do the year? Yeah. Okay. You said the year was? 62. Yeah, you did that right. Okay, I'm just making sure. Now, when that 1962 movie came out... It was a major influence within the spy genre since the release of it. You know, when it came out, it just influenced a lot of things. Now, my question for you is this. It influenced stuff so much that by the time of 1966, there were a ton of spy movies, Uh agent movies, you know, secret agent movies had been released. How many secret agent movies from 1962 from James Bond that were influenced by James Bond to 1966 were in theaters? That's a four-year span of time. Twelve? Twenty-two secret agent films that were all influenced because of James Bond's success. Other theaters, you know, other uh, movie houses decided, hey, we're going to, you know, crank them out. Now, television also saw its uh, Bond influence as well. And the first TV network to do a Bond-type show was what? Which one of the three was the first network that... Through a spy. NBC. Which one? NBC. That's correct. NBC was the very first one. Can you tell me the TV show? Man from Uncle. How do you know this? This is getting scary. You're getting all these words. Well, I don't know. What, what happened? Did I leave the real Kimmy back at Spooky Empire or something? Would, who, wait a minute. Are you a changeling of some sort? I don't know. <laughs> hey, what happened? Ch- Somebody, the
4: channels minute. are open. Wait a minute. I some, think... Somebody's... Speaking to me, I guess, I think, through the psychic airwaves. I don't know. I
3: think that I have a doppelganger here, or I have a Kimmy cosplayer. I have something <laughs> going on here that's scary. I, where's the real Kimmy? You know, that, What? this is scary now. This is scary. I don't know how you got I'm that usually one. Usually, not this good. Oh, uh, well. Okay. Now, one of the reasons that the man from Uncle was. The, the first and was so much closely resembling Bond, according to some people, is because Ian Fleming, the creator of James Bond, uh, provided advice and ideas on the development of the series, giving the main character the name Napoleon Solo. I didn't know that. Well, now you do, because you listen to The Riley and Kimmy Show, Kimmy. Now, other 1960s TV shows that were inspired by Bond include what? Can you name just one? Oh, gosh. Um, now, some sources only have two, but I accept more than two.
4: I'm thinking of one. All right. What was it called?
3: It was called? I can give you a clue.
4: You know, the Bill Cosby one.
3: Oh, I Spy? Yeah, I Spy. Yeah, I Spy I will accept. That's one, and it was unique on its, in its day because what it did was it filmed on location, so you saw stuff all over the world, as opposed to being shot you know, in the studio. Now, one they do not include is Mission Impossible.
4: OK. And Mission huh?
3: Impossible, I would state, is, you know, influenced in the spy genre and everything oh. else. Yeah. And the big one that they have that I thought you would actually say is Get Smart. Oh. But the one that they do not have, which is definitely influenced by the spy genre and, the, and because of Bond, even though it was set in the United States, and it is steampunk. One of the first steampunk things, maybe the very first steampunk thing. And matter of fact, most people don't even know it that I talk to who love steampunk, which is kind of amazing. They just think of a movie of it. They didn't realize it was a TV show much, much way, I mean, way before the movie. And that is Wild Wild West Hmm. with Artemis Gordon, remember? Okay. And James West. And definitely a spy thing that was influenced by that, and they mashed up you know the steampunk kind of stuff with uh, the West. So a lot of influences from James Bond, and I have a feeling you know there, there are going to be some more still, right, Kimmy? Mm-hmm. More to come. Well, but you know what? The the secret agent thing was big way before Bond, and people don't realize that. I mean, it was huge, and it was huge in the world of radio. The golden age of radio did have a lot of James Bond, secret agent kind of stuff going on. Yes, OTR, old-time radio, Golden Age Radio, the theater of the mind, did have the world of spies and, you know, uh, all kinds of weird stuff going on, you know, the uh, secret agent stuff going on. And one of the programs that was way back when, long before James Bond, and I can't say it was an influence of James Bond on Ian Fleming because it was done in the United States, okay? and But, you know, it just gives you an idea of how popular the subject matter was. Now, The show we're about to feature here is called Secret Agent K7 Returns. And the surprising things. Yeah, it had a big long title, didn't it? Hmm. Secret Agent K7 Returns was from the 1930s. Think about that. Hmm. 1930s. Now, it was being produced and broadcast at a time when rumors of war in Europe were starting to happen and starting to swirl about. Now, Agent K7 is a former United States secret agent who operates or has operated, in 22 countries. Now, the stories themselves are adventures of other agents, B-9, and Agent Z. No, this is not bingo. And they're lovely sidekicks. <laughs> and while K-7 narrates the tales, poison gas, sabotage, defense secrets, and suicide ships are all part of the world of secret agent K-7. Now, think about that. I could sit there and just, you know, not put the year, and you might think that's today. Mm-hmm but this was happening in the 1930s. Wow. And the episode we have here is we're gearing up for James Bond as Kimmy's getting all excited for Daniel Craig Is we're going to be going back to 1939 with the episode called War Supplies. This is Secret Agent K-7 Returns on the Riley and Kimmy Show. Secret
5: Agent K-7 Returns. One Adventurer K-7, former United States secret agent who operated in 22 countries on land, on sea, and in the air, brings you a story of today. Here is
1: K-7. Ladies and gentlemen, secret agents are often called to all parts of the world to guard against the activities of spies. It is the story of such a task performed by my old friend Agent Z, which I bring to you now. It happened in the Europe of today but it might have taken place on any continent, for it is the story of war supplies being transported to strengthen a nation's defense. As usual, John Holbrook will introduce the story. Thank you, K7. Today, the nations
5: of the world are strengthening their defenses. As a result of this activity, planes, tanks, long-range guns, every type of armament is being moved, and spies are alert. In one country, spies were paid to prevent this activity and thus weaken the nation's defenses. Our story opens as Special Agent Z and his assistant, Patricia Norwood, called on an important military official by appointment.
0: Yes, sir. Whom do you wish to see, sir? Miss Patricia Norwood and Special Agent Z to see General Rodeman. Yes, sir. He's expecting you. This door, sir. This is Special Agent Z,
2: sir. Special Agent Z... I'm glad to know you.
0: And I'm glad to know you, General. May I present my assistant, Patricia Norwood? Miss Norwood, this is most pleasant. Now, if you will both be seated.
1: Uh, Thank you, General.
0: Naturally, General, we're both a little curious. Of course, of
2: course. Perhaps this cable will explain. It is from one who seems to be a mutual friend, K-7. Read it.
0: K-7? Well, I wondered how you contacted us. Now, let's see. Get in touch with Agent Z at Continental Hotel. He is the only man near you who can undertake mission. Well, this explains, General. Then it is my turn, is it not? Your
2: assistant is very curious. Is that not true, mademoiselle?
1: I'm afraid it is.
2: Very well. The facts are these. My country has recently ordered great quantities of planes and munitions from outside sources. That fact is pretty well known. Yes, too well known. Now, special agency, we are not a warlike people. We want only to strengthen our defenses to ensure peace... I believe our foreign policy reflects that attitude.
0: Yes, I believe you,
2: General. Now, here are the facts. The armaments which we ordered are ready for delivery. Our plan was to send a special train to the coast. As a matter of fact, we would be forced to use two trains. We hope to keep their movement secret. And the information is leaked out? Yes. One of our intelligence officers, L-21, heard of a plot to wreck these trains and thus weaken our defense. He made one report to this office. Here it is.
0: Here, let me see it. Old train at seaport until further word from me. Plot to sabotage under investigation. Believe leader to be Sturm Walters. More tomorrow. I know Sturm Walters, General.
1: Z. Yes? That message is dated last week. and Ended it with the words more tomorrow. Uh, have you his next report, General?
2: That was L-21's last message to us, Miss Norwood. He was found murdered the day after I received it.
0: Murdered? Uh, that's like Sturm Walters. He's ruthless. Zebra
2: Will you attempt this case? We will give you every cooperation. It is dangerous, yes, but if any man can see those munitions reach their destination, you can. I will feel safer with you working with our intelligence department.
0: General, I'll help you if I can. It isn't hard to guess what power is behind this plot. My sympathies are with your government. Miss Norwood's are the same. We'll take the case.
5: the next hour, Z collected all the information available. Then he and Pat went to his rooms to study maps and make plans. Pat, the more
0: I study these maps, the surer I am that there are but two danger spots. Now, here, look. You see this cut through the mountains? Yes. A landslide there would destroy the munitions train and block the line for many months.
1: But there are other routes.
0: Yes, but they are much longer. However, the fact that there are other routes makes me suspect the second danger point is the vital one.
1: Where is that, Zee?
0: Here, this tunnel. It's one of the longest in the world. Now, if that tunnel were destroyed, the railroad would be crippled. Now, let's look at this map closer. Yes, here's something. This railroad map shows a small spur at the northern end of the tunnel. Yes, that will prove valuable.
1: What are you thinking, Zee? That
0: I know our plan of action. Now, Pat, get packed and be ready to leave here within an hour. All right. We're going to that tunnel and establish headquarters there.
5: A few minutes later, several orders cracked out.
2: An old and weather-beaten boxcar is to be put at the disposal of special agency. It is to be backed into the spur at the northern end of the tunnel and left there. That
5: is all. A squadron of bombers, accompanied by scout planes, will patrol the cuts until after both munitions' trains have passed. Keep in constant touch with special radio station, two LLV. That is
1: all. During the time both munition trains are in motion, all train dispatchers will receive direct orders from special agency through special radio equipment. That is all.
5: Z's preparations were elaborate, and they were speedily put into operation. The next morning, the two munitions trains were ordered to start their long trip. Z and Patricia Norwood made their headquarters in the boxcar at the northern end of the tunnel. It's three thirty, Pat. Our work will be over in another
0: hour. Z. Yes. Do
1: you think the trains will get through?
0: Yes, Pat. I think they will. Here's another call. Plane
5: 301 calling special radio station 2LLB. Come in.
0: Go ahead, plane 301.
5: Train number one has passed through the cut safely. Train number two following. There has been no threat of danger.
0: Good, plane 301. Report when second train is through. That is all.
1: That means that both trains will be here soon.
0: Yes. And once we get them through the tunnel, our work is practically over. What's that? I'll explain later. Count the number of times that bell rings. That was one, two, three, four, four. I guess that's all.
1: Well, what does it mean, Steve? It
0: means that four men have just entered the tunnel, Pat. I installed an electric eye at both ends of the tunnel. As each man walks in front of the electric eye, our bell rang. Now we know that four men are in the tunnel.
1: Could it be Sturm Walters?
0: I hope that Walters is with them. We've got work to do, Pat. Now, quick, look on that chart. What are the call letters of number five dispatcher's office?
1: Wait. Here they are. Yes? 3X19 Special.
0: I'll call them. Special radio station 2LLB calling special station 3X19. Special radio station 2LLB calling special station 3X19. Come in.
1: This is
0: 3X19. Orders, 3X19. Have both munitions trains, both trains, one and two, switched onto siding. Send the special train, which I prepared for emergency use, through at once. I will come aboard at northern end of tunnel. That is all
1: two munitions trains will be switched onto a siding at once.
2: Your special emergency train is coming through.
1: What's the emergency train, Zee?
0: It's made up to look exactly like the first munition train, Pat. Now listen, you have your pistol? Yes. I want you to go to the northern end of the tunnel and keep watch. If any men come out of the tunnel, arrest them and bring them here. You understand?
1: Yes. What are you going to do? I'm going
0: to stay here for a minute. I have two more messages to send out. Then I'll get aboard the emergency train as it passes and go into the tunnel with it. And one caution, Pat... Don't enter the tunnel under any circumstances. I won't. And good luck. I'll meet you back here later. Keep out of sight.
5: Pat made her way to the mouth of the tunnel and took up her job of watching. However, she was not the only guard on duty. Walters had also left a man on guard. He saw Pat and cautiously crept up behind it.
1: What was that? Who's there?
5: Drop your gun, mademoiselle.
0: You're covered. Drop it, I said.
1: All right. What do you want?
0: Keep your hands over your head. Walk into the tunnel. Get started.
1: It's dangerous.
0: Keep moving. I think Walters will want to talk to you. Keep your hands over your head as you walk.
5: Pat was taken to almost the center of the long tunnel. There she saw four men working... They'd pried great rocks loose from the sides of the tunnel and piled them across the tracks.
0: I found her at the entrance of the tunnel,
1: Walter. So you're a spy. What are you working for? That's none of your business, Walter. And I will make it my business. Tie her up. Put her over at the side. Come on. You'll never get away with this, Walter. will say, mademoiselle. I haven't time to talk to you now. The munitions train is coming. It's too bad that you must be sacrificed. Fire up! All right, take your positions, men. You, man took. Wave the red lantern. Young, the dynamite. Open the second car and throw it in. The explosives are in car two. up your hands, Walters. You're under arrest. So you are riding on the locomotive agency. You're too late. You had better run for your life. Dynamite is being placed in car number two.
0: What was that? Your men have been taken prisoners, Walters. This isn't the munitions train. It's one sent through to trap you. Here, Captain. This man is Walters. Arrest him. Hurry. The tunnel is filling with smoke. <laughs> yes, sir. <coughs> Hurry, men! We've got to get out of here. The smoke from the engine will choke us. Please. Huh?
1: Where are you?
0: Pat! Pat! What are you doing here?
1: I was taken prisoner. They're, they're going to blow up the train. No, they're not,
0: Pat. I have men concealed in every car. Walters and his men have all been seized. I haven't time to untie you. I'll pick you up and run. We've got to get out of here now. Hang on!
1: Had the master spy Walters been successful, a great nation's defenses would have been weakened to a point where invasion might have been possible. As it was, Agent Z saved the situation. Today, all is quiet within the country. Perhaps war was averted. Listen for my next story. This is K-7 speaking
3: visit rileyandkimmy.com to connect on social media and for archive podcasts